0: Welcome to the Silent Why podcast,
1: the last of 2022.
0: We're your hosts, I'm Claire and I'm Chris and this is a podcast on a search to see if it's possible to find hope in 101 different types of loss.
1: In this episode we thought we'd just share some top tips for heading into a new year, especially for those that maybe don't really like it, to help you find ways to make it more enjoyable and work to help you rather than hurt you.
0: Yeah, New Year's Eve is a bit of a love-hate thing for many people, and from our research, it seems the latter is more common. So,
1: whether you're scared about what's ahead,
0: fearful of what you're leaving behind,
1: running from something that happened this year,
0: reluctantly leaving 2022,
1: can't wait to get into 2023,
0: or dreading being in 2023,
1: we've got some top tips to help you feel less resentful towards the old New Year's Eve, and maybe even make it enjoyable along the way.
0: Part of the reason a lot of people don't get on with New Year is that it feels like a big deal for a lot of reasons, not just the end of the calendar year. And it's also hyped up in an unhealthy way, which can make it very daunting.
1: All the reasons people don't like New Year can be good or bad, depending on how you view it. For example, the expectation to be happy and celebrating or drinking and partying. is a good thing, but there are many stages in life when we don't want to be expected to do that
0: or not being great with change. Change can be good, but a lot of people don't like it and they're fearful of it, and New Year enforces it every single year.
1: Maybe it's let you down in the past when your expectations were high. It's nice to have good expectations, but when they're not met, it can hurt.
0: Then there's the pressure to have achieved things or achieve things in the future. Again, achieving's good, but it's hard when we're not in that place and we want to be.
1: It can force a self-assessment on where you are in life, which can be very healthy, but only at the right time and in the right way.
0: It reminds you of time passing or getting older. It's not a bad thing, it's what life's all about, but we don't always want to be reminded about it.
1: It can feel lonely, and sometimes it's good to be alone, but not when we'd rather be with people that we can't be with.
0: It makes you feel like you're missing out on something special. It's lovely to see others celebrate things, but if you want to be doing it too and you can't, it's hard.
1: And finally, it reminds you of broken resolutions or none at all. And resolutions are great and helpful for those that set them and follow through, but they're not designed to make you feel bad about not having them or not keeping them. So if you're not a fan of New Year's Eve, how can you approach it differently this year?
0: Well, using the who, what, where, when, why format and adding on the how just for fun, we're going to help you turn New Year or New Year's Eve itself from faux into friend. And we're kicking off with...
1: Number one... Who? Who are you? It might seem like an easy one, but knowing who you are as you leave one year and start another, it can be a really helpful exercise to set your expectations in the right place. Now, we don't mean what's your name and where do you come from? We mean what version of yourself are you this year? Maybe you're on top of the world. Good things happened last year, finally. Good things are due to happen next year, and you're ready to party. Or maybe you're still in your early 20s, which often has a similar feeling to it if this is the case then celebrate celebrate all you have that's good because it doesn't come along every year that's for sure maybe you're at your lowest 2022 was brutal and there's no reason for 2023 to be any different be kind to yourself assess things a bit and be honest about who you are this year a blubbering mess a shell of a human a lonely person who doesn't know why they're still here A worn out, beaten down version of you you never thought you'd experience. A human who seems to get everything wrong and is weighed down with shame. Acknowledge that. Give yourself some grace and kindness and know that you're not alone in that feeling or situation as the clock strikes 12. And that's okay. Everyone has a new year like this at some point. So work out who you are and then you won't be setting expectations for yourself that may lead to disappointment. If you're in the mood to celebrate because things just feel in such a good place for you, And you don't get round to organising a way to express that and then find yourself alone and suddenly depressed and bitter, you're not celebrating your achievements with others, then that's on you. If you're not in the mood for celebrating, but you take your heartbroken body to a huge party, well, I'm sorry, but expect to feel a bit worse by the end of it. Not better. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. As William E. Vaughan said, An optimist stays up until midnight to see the new year in. A pessimist stays up to make sure the old year leaves.
0: Number two. What? What do you want to do? I never fully understand why people plan or book things that they don't want to do over New Year's Eve. So instead of going with the flow, following the tradition, following your friends or family, work out what you'd actually like to do in advance. What would you like to be doing on New Year's Eve? Do you want to be asleep in bed as if it was a normal night? Do you want to be in the middle of a city under the fireworks with a big crowd? Do you want to have a nice meal and then watch the fireworks on TV? Do you want to be with friends? Do you want to be alone? What do you want to do? This is a great starting point to help you find something you enjoy. Now, sure, I understand that not everyone can do what they want. Maybe you want to spend it with friends or family, but you can't, or they're busy. Maybe you want to go to a huge party, but you don't want to go alone, so you can't do that. Maybe you're too sad to even think about it properly. But if you consider these things early enough and plan, most things are possible to organise and arrange or find a way to do. But you can't do it until you know what you want to do which is usually helped and follows on from working out who you are this year. Take a leaf out of David Bowie's book when he said, I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring.
1: Well, that's who and what. Number three is when. When are you going to acknowledge it? You don't have to have big celebrations as the clock strikes 12 on the 31st of December. Maybe you want to be asleep for that. But you'd like to mark a new year somehow. Work out what works for you. Maybe you get up early on the 1st of January, have an hour to yourself assessing life. Maybe you have a really nice lunch plan to go out and chat with someone about your year behind and the one ahead. Maybe you go out for a walk to mull things over. Maybe you spend the evening doing some self-assessment on things. Make a plan for the year ahead and then go to bed early. Maybe it's the first Saturday of January that's going to be kept aside for you to spend some time intentionally looking at where you are and what you're doing with life. Maybe you don't want to do anything at all. But if you like the idea of starting the new year with some time of intentional thought or goal setting or holiday booking or questionnaire answering, then work out when you want to do this, put it in your diary every year and protect it. Here's a quote from Sarah, I'm going to get a surname wrong, Ban Brethnack. Is it? I don't know. New Year's Day, a fresh start, a new chapter in life waiting to be written. New questions to be asked, embraced and loved. Answers to be discovered and then lived in this transformative year of delight and self-discovery. Today, carve out a quiet interlude for yourself in which to dream, pen in hand. Only dreams give birth to change.
0: Number four, where. Where do you want to be? This can work in two senses of the word. Where do you want to be physically and where do you want to be in your heart? Both important things to consider and think about. If the passing of one year and the entering of another feels symbolic for you, and it's something you want to mark in some way, where do you want to do that? In your lounge? In bed alone with a glass of champagne? At a party? In the middle of town? At a significant place? Where do you want to be? Why not plan it so you're somewhere that makes you feel the best you can in that moment? And where do you want to be in your heart? Do you want to be in a place of bitterness and sorrow? Do you want to be grieving? Do you want to be thankful? Do you want to be expectant? Do you want to be hopeful? Do you want to be realistic? What place do you want to be in for the new year that's coming? I hate to tell you this, but whatever it is, you need to put some things in place to make it happen. These things don't just come about by wishing them. But if you're intentional enough about it, you can build an environment around you that helps you into the place you want to be. And then you have to choose to make it happen. If you want to be hopeful about 2023, then you have to place yourself in a position of hope. Find things to be hopeful about. Choose not to indulge the feelings and the voices that squash your hope. Find your way to the place you want to be, but first you have to work out where that is. Because it might be that you just need to acknowledge that you're grieving, hurt, sad, heartbroken, and accept that and go with it because you haven't been letting yourself go there. Or you might have been there too long and you know you want this year to be different. So position yourself, despite your pain, to feel hope again. Sometimes we just need to know it's okay to feel hope again. Hilary DePiano Piano said, You can get excited about the future. The past won't mind. So where do you want to be?
1: Number five, why? Why don't you like New Year? If you don't like New Year, work out why. It's not okay to just throw generic reasons at it because everyone else is. Why don't you like to celebrate or acknowledge it? Because when you have an answer to that, it will tell you a lot about who you are and what you want to do, when you want to acknowledge it and where. You might say, well, it's just piped up celebration designed to make people feel bad. Well, that's not true, is it? It says more about you than New Year itself. New Year is the end of one year, the start of another. It's a big deal in our world because it's the start of another calendar year by which everything we say and do and celebrate and grieve is recorded by. It doesn't have to be celebrated, but it is nice to consider it and to mark it. Without it, we just run from day to day endlessly without any sort of break or point by which we can assess things. Without it, you couldn't utter the words, I lost so-and-so three years ago, or it's been a year, or 2012 or whatever year was tough for me because I lost, you know. We need the years to start and end for us to mark the passing of time and the good and the bad things that happen to us. So when you say you don't like New Year because it's hyped-up celebration designed to make people feel bad, I hear, I've had expectations in the past to celebrate New Year, but they left me disappointed or lonely. I hear that you've been hurt, and the pain is still there. No one has strong feelings about a date just moving from one year to the next, unless there's hurt there, really. Maybe it's moving you out of the year where you lost someone, and that's either a good or a bad thing for you, but it's hard and it hurts. Maybe you thought you'd be celebrating with friends, but they've let you down, and that's hard, and it hurt you. Maybe you hoped you wouldn't be alone for New Year, but you always are, and it's hard, and it hurts. Maybe you expected things to have changed by now, and you're remembering the hope you had last year, or the year before, and things haven't changed, and that's hard, and it hurts. How have you been hurt by New Year in the past? Whatever it is, work out why you don't like it. And then choose to acknowledge that, face it, maybe choose to change it into something else that doesn't have the power to hurt you. Work it into something that heals and helps you instead. Paul Smith said, You can find inspiration in everything. If you can't, then you're not looking properly.
0: So those are the five W's, but there's the H that is so often added onto the W's, and I think it's a great starting point for turning around New Year if you want to make it into something more positive for you this year. There's one thing and one question that we can all answer to start the shift towards finding a good way to see in a new year. And it starts with number six. How? This new year, how can you be more thankful? Even the clever folks at Harvard have written on the benefits of gratitude. Gratitude is acknowledging the good in our lives and a byproduct of that is that it connects us to something larger than ourselves. Research has shown that it is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness and feeling positive emotions, as well as improving health, dealing with problems and building stronger relationships. And we all have something to be thankful for. It might not feel like it all the time, but we do. Maybe we're going through some awful grief right now, but we are healthy and our body is free of disease or life-limiting disorders. Maybe our health is bad, but we have a family around us that love us. Maybe we have a really good friend that would do anything for us. Maybe we love nature and can enjoy that free of charge whenever we want. Maybe we have one small beetle that visits our balcony every day and makes us smile. Maybe we have a pet that makes us laugh. Maybe we have a roof over us when we sleep. Maybe we have food in the cupboard. Maybe we have a wage. Maybe we have sight in both eyes and can gaze at the stars. Maybe we have our hearing in both ears and can enjoy music or birdsong. Maybe we have arms and legs that work as they should. Maybe we have a clear mind and normal mood patterns. Maybe we don't live under the fear of death or war. Maybe you're alive and breathing. I hope you are, anyway. Whatever it is, we all have something. And I'll even venture to say that when you find one thing, I guarantee you, others will start to come to mind. Finding things to be thankful for is the starting point of hope and the beginning of raising your eyes from the floor of your pit of darkness that we all find ourselves in at some point. And yes, there is a time for looking down at the floor and shedding those tears, but there's also a time for starting to gaze up and allowing yourself to see what's ahead and above. Oscar Wilde said we are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars.
1: And if you need some help assessing this year and where you are, then here are 20 key questions you could ask yourself. And you'll find them in the episode transcript if you want to copy them out. These questions will help start you off in assessing where you are right now and where you want to be.
0: 1. What are the top three significant moments of this year for you, good or bad?
1: 2. Name one thing you did this year that you think you'll remember for the rest of your life.
0: 3. What is something you accomplished this year that you are proud of?
1: 4. What is the nicest thing someone did for you this year?
0: 5. What was the most challenging part of this year for you?
1: 6. Where has your favourite place been to just be you this year? 7.
0: If you could change one thing that happened this year, what would it be?
1: Eight, what is something that was hard for you at the start of the year, but it's easier now?
0: Nine, who have your most valuable relationships been with? I.e., if they were removed from your year completely, it would have a big impact.
1: Number ten, in what area do you feel you made your biggest improvements or growth? Eleven,
0: in what ways have you grown? Emotionally, spiritually, physically, intellectually, whatever's most appropriate for you.
1: Twelve, of the books you read, quotes you heard, sermons or talks you listened to, what most had an impact on you and comes to mind first?
0: Thirteen, what's the most enjoyable part and the most challenging part of your work life or home life if you're not working?
1: Fourteen, what was your single biggest time waster in your life this past year?
0: Fifteen, knowing what you know now, if you could write yourself a letter at the start of the year, what advice would you give yourself?
1: Sixteen, what are you most grateful for this year?
0: Seventeen, in less than ten words, create a phrase or a statement that describes this past year for you.
1: Eighteen, what one thing from this year do you not want to take into next year?
0: 19. What are your hopes for the year ahead?
1: And finally, 20. What one word describes how you feel about last year and what one word describes how you feel about next year? Do those words need to change?
0: And maybe it's the year to set yourself some new traditions around New Year as well.
1: In our house, every year at midnight for the last few years, Claire's requested that we play a song and speak or sing along, even if it's just the two of us. Mm. It's a song by Rend Collective from their Christmas Campfire Volume Number 1 album, a song they wrote to the tune of "Old Lang Syne called For All That You Have Done. We'll put a link in the show notes.
0: I like that this song has a familiar New Year feel to it with a tune that we all know. But the words when I first heard it just made me feel hopeful as I crossed into the year ahead. And it feels like a good thing to be speaking out as the first words that I'll say of every New Year. I like to think that I'm going to either listen, speak or sing these words to start all my years from now on. So from both of us at The Silent Why, we want to wish you a healthy start to the new year.
1: Fuller of happiness, of new traditions, new dreams, new expectations that are met. And everything you need right now, wherever you are and however you're feeling. And
0: mostly full of hope. Hoping Hoping new New Year. year.
1: And we'll finish with some of the words from that song that Claire was just talking about. For all of us as we stand together in our grief, our loss and our pain, but also in our hope and thankfulness.
0: In unity, we'll stand as one, as family will go, shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, into the great unknown.